Hey y'all, hey, it's me, Portia O, your host of Life Be Life and Podcast, and I'm so excited to be back here with you all again for episode number 12, okay? Can y'all believe it? My voice went out a little bit when I said that, but y'all... Y'all here for it, okay? I'm excited to be here with you all one more again. It's such a blessing. This whole month of February, we are talking about love, okay? And I know that may sound like, for those who may not be experiencing love in a way that they want to, but trust me, you guys are in for a amazing treat um we're talking about self-love today okay because that's the first kind of love that you need to have okay if you don't have self-love then what are we talking about what are we doing what what, what's going on okay you got to start with yourself because that's where it's at and all the other stuff will fall into place okay so yes let's get into it talking about this self-love. And if you're new here, this is Life Be Life and Podcast, where we are here to talk about how life be over here, life in us, and all types of relationships, situations, and everyday things. We are experiencing all in real time healing and learning how to be a better human being. Okay, that's what we over here doing. So if you're here for that type of energy and for those type of vibes, you in the right place and welcome. (laughs) So I'm just going to jump right on in into the topic and I'm going to do my first segment, which is I got some questions, y'all. Okay, so some of the questions I'm going to answer throughout this episode and I want you to ask yourself and in the midst of us talking, right, or you guys listening to me talk, but we having a conversation, you know, first question, why is self-love so important? Okay. Um, these are questions you need to ask yourself. Okay. Second question, what does self-love look like? Okay. What it look like for you? Because what it look like for me may be different for you. So don't let nobody tell you what it should look like. You need to answer that for yourself, what it looks like for you, okay? And my last question is, when should you display self-love, okay? I'm just going to go ahead and tell you all the time, okay? You need to display self-love every day that you wake up on God's green earth and thank him for giving you another chance, opportunity to be who? You, okay? Because it's a blessing. He didn't give you all this beauty and intelligence and gloriousness just to waste and wither away. Come on now. You got to love on you and take care of you. Self-love is self-care. Okay? So, yeah. I'm, I'm feeling the vibes already because your girl been trying to do the things because... I'm learning how to take care of me, okay? But we gonna get into it. We about to get into it right now, actually, with this next segment, which is, this is just my life experience, okay? 
want to be clear, my life experience. And I'm going to share with you all my journey of discovering why self-love is important to me, what does it look like for me, and when should I display self-love. I'm going to tell you my experience thus far, okay? Yeah, my self-love journey. So I'm going to go back and I'm going to talk about these surface things, right? So surface-wise, right, we're talking about the outerness of it all. (laughs) I've always been told that I'm pretty, right? And, I mean, look at me. I am. (laughs) It's the confidence. But anywho, no, for real. I've always been told that I'm pretty, even when I was a little, little girl. I've, I've heard that all my life. All my life. And I've always felt pretty. I've always felt beautiful. I've always felt that I had a cute face and all of those things. So, you know, being told that all the time and hearing that all the time and actually looking at yourself and being like, girl, you cute. Okay. Like my mom always had me dressed really nicely. I always felt like a girly girl, like all the things, like those things are they fed me, okay? And they supplied me with a outer level of confidence. Like, oh, I'm pretty, so I should be able to do what I want as far as like get who I want, who I'm interested in. They're, they can easily see that I'm pretty, so I ain't got to worry about that. You know what I'm saying? That was one area where my surface level self-care, self-love resided okay um but on top of that another area for me was my body image okay so it's one thing to have a beautiful face it's another thing for you to feel beautiful and love your body okay and I feel like um listen I was a very po as the southern folks say po as in skinny I was a very poor child, okay? I was so skinny. I was straight up and down, like, majority of my childhood slash, like, middle school, beginning teenage. Like, I had no boobs, no butt, really skinny legs, black knees, arms, really skinny. Like, I was just... They used to call me olive oil sometimes, like, and I was self-conscious, especially when I got in middle school and other girls kind of had like the boobies and, um, you know, we started to develop, right? And I still was like in training bras, like, like for real, like, but anyway, my freshman year of high school, (laughs) when I was like 14, I started to gain weight. So before that, I was like always under 100 pounds. Like I was like 90 pounds. I started to thicken out. And I've always had like a big appetite. Like I always ate. That was never the problem. My mom used to always tell me when I was younger, like how you eat is going to catch up with you. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. I'm skinny. Like I've always been skinny. Like this is just me. Definitely my freshman year of high school, baby. When I tell you, your girl started getting some thighs, thick thighs and legs. And I was like, okay. Like, but also no. <laughs> Cause I was uncomfortable in this new body that I was discovering, even though I still had 
maybe an A cup size boobs, like really small boobs. I started filling out more on the lower end. But even with that, like I, I gained weight in my stomach area. It wasn't even, looking back on it now, it wasn't even nothing. Like I literally still had a flat stomach. But to me, because it wasn't like that 90 pound um, girl, to see myself and like now I got these thighs and these legs and you know I'm like whoo um you you're getting big girl you're getting big I started having body issues at that point with myself sometimes I still dressed with tight clothes and all that type of stuff then I had I started getting a booty like that was a whole thing and you know in the black community that's like most black men love uh voluptuous woman or a woman with a butt and so I thought like okay cool 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 but also I wasn't comfortable in my own skin so I used to wear big hoodies in high school like trying to cover myself up because I literally wasn't comfortable with the body or how my body was becoming into itself right and I used to think at that time like oh my gosh I'm so fat I guess like the little uh (laughs) The little girls on the TV shows and in the movies when the girls be all self-conscious about their body. Mom, don't say anything about my body. Like, I guess I was kind of like that girl. But also, like, when I wanted to get cute and, like, show myself, I would. But I, I still, it was like, it took me a minute to grow into that. And I guess that is a process, like, through puberty and all that type of stuff. Like, you just kind of, you don't just wake up one day and be, like, oh, this is all great. Like, it's a process. I had to kind of, like, move myself into it. Like, okay, Portia, this is your body now. That's okay. This is what's supposed to happen. You've been wanting not to be so skinny. And you've been wanting to have a little more meat on your bones. Now you do. And I'm thinking, like, oh, my gosh, I'm fat. Like, it was ridiculous. Anyway, uh, because at that time, I was definitely not, nothing about me was fat, okay? I was shapely and in all the right places. Uh, Still was kind of flat chested, but didn't matter. (laughs) You know, that's something I still be like today. Like my mom said I would get boobs when I have kids. I had two and still didn't get the boobs, but that's okay. That's okay. Cause they like it. I can laugh about it now, but no, like this is what started my um, body issues with myself. Um, It was nothing that nobody else said or, anything like that. It was really just me. And I had like an athletic build too. I ran track. I loved like to, um, I had muscular like arms, like they were in shape. Like I was good. But at that time you cannot tell me that. I was just like, oh, like this is terrible. I thought I was pretty, but I didn't love the body that I had or I didn't find the value in my body. I had moments, but most of the moments, um, (laughs) We're going into the next part of this, which is talking about self-love on the inside. So that was the surface level, the outside, the exterior level um, of what it looks like. But then the self-love within myself, I started to become dependent on other people to define me. So if boys found me to be attractive or... I mean, I've always, the little boys when I was in grammar school and stuff in middle school, even when I was super skinny, 
they liked me. I never had a problem with a boy liking me. But it was like, again, that high school transition and like figuring, like coming into this new body, it was just like, well, I don't look like those girls. Or if a boy is interested in me, then I guess he finds me attractive. So then I get dependent on his validation of me. And what he says, oh, Portia got a big butt and oh my gosh, like she, yeah. So now I'm dependent on those types of comments and commentary to define me. And I'm like, okay, if they don't think that, if they don't say that, then I must not be worth loving. I put my value into other people's hands about how I should view myself and literally gave them the power to define me which is crazy, but you know, uh, being of that age and being super impressionable and thinking that you should allow that type of behavior to go forth, you know, I can't really fully blame myself. Like that's how we've been conditioned in this society. We talk about this all the time, guys. So you know what I'm saying? Like I did become dependent on others to tell me if I was worth loving essentially right because if I think that I'm not good enough or if you tell me that I am good enough then that makes me feel like okay I am worth being loved or I I I can be loved but again seeking that outside validation did nothing for me (laughs) for my self love okay you have to look within yourself but that's what it was at that time, right? It followed me all the way through my adulthood, like literally until the recent couple of years that I've started to come out of that, really place value in myself and really love myself. I'm not gonna act like it's been an easy feat because it has not. And I am currently still um, exploring and trying to redefine what loving me looks like. Okay, I want to be very clear that, um, you know, it started then, but it's still something I deal with today and not placing value in others to define me, just loving on me. Okay, another area um, from the inside of me, I've always felt less than, okay, I'm sure I've shared this with you all plenty of times throughout the last couple of um, episodes, but yes, I've always felt less than, even though I was always told I was pretty and all of those things. And even with the validation of others, I never really fully felt like I was top tier. Like I've never had that type of confidence or that love for myself to be like, whatever, like this is me. I'm beautiful. I'm great. I'm an amazing person. And I I have throughout the years felt that way but also that seeking validation of others and um, allowing them to define me will always come in here and be like, girl, ain't nobody checking for you. Don't nobody be trying to talk to you when you go out. Don't nobody be on that like with you. So something must be wrong with you. You're defective essentially, which is crazy. Like even saying all this stuff out loud, it's like really like the Porsche I am today. It's like, girl, you... I wasted so much time and energy in the wrong things. And I really wish 
I had some more of that wisdom at that time that I wouldn't, I would have saved myself so much heartache, so much pain, so much time spending it in the negative. It's so important for me to pour into my daughters. Like it's so important for me to pour into my daughters Again, it's one thing to be told that you're cute, you're pretty, you're beautiful, all those things. But no, I mean like really pour into them, into the inside of them. Like you can do anything. You're amazing. You can, whatever you put your mind to, you like, it, it's limitless for you, baby girl. Like you ain't ever got to feel less than. It does not matter if you didn't win this time or that time or that time. You are capable of winning. You are capable of being on top because you are everything okay like I just try to like I overdo it with my daughters because I don't want them to ever feel less than there's nobody above you but God period okay so I try to make that abundantly clear to them even at their young ages um but yes they definitely gonna get it from me because I'm not gonna let the world define to them who they are okay it's the self-love. It's the embedded self-love that they getting, okay? When I was in grammar school and middle school, I was very popular. Like, I was friends with everybody. And it was like a whole thing. But, um, again, it's just high school. I really figured high school was the turning point for me. Like, so I went to a high school that I really didn't know anybody but my good girlfriend, Kendra. And I really didn't know Kendra, right? I knew her through, like, family my stepmother extension type stuff but I really didn't know her know her like we weren't like best of friends at that time so I went to this high school and it was away from all of my friends that I have grown up with like I had three friends that um I've been in school with since I was in kindergarten up until eighth grade and I made a lot of great friends between the years of sixth grade and eighth grade at my middle school we all went to different high schools or whatever and so like my little community that I have built um is now t torn apart essentially I'm going into this school with a bunch of kids that had the privilege of going into this school with kids they have also known since grammar school and middle school and stuff like that so they kind of know each other they kind of have been growing up with each other and here I am a outsider coming into their already sectioned off type thing you know what I'm saying which is cool that happens like that's realistic that happens in life I moved to that area and now I'm subjected to this new environment but that was a really hard transition for me because I was so used to what I was used to and then trying to come into a space that people are also used to what they're used to it was just kind of like I don't know it was hard and um I'm not very I can be very outgoing but also I'm very shy so if I feel uncomfortable or if I'm not getting a vibe back from people like they want to vibe with me, I would go into my shell and just like shut down. I was very observant and if I observed that they weren't really like checking for new friends, like 
then I'm not going to approach it. I'm not going to try. Like, I don't, I, I give up before I even try. Like, so the last part of the inside that I felt on my self-love journey, I wasn't clear on my own worth, okay? So again, if I'm going into situations and things, depending on other people to validate me, to define me, and then I'm not getting that, it's just kind of like, I mean... I wasn't clear on my own worth. Um, and I did and in high school get to a point that I found like a group of people that like to do things that I like to do, which is like sing. And I joined the gospel choir. I like track. And so that came, that became a safe haven, quote unquote, for me. But even with that, it was, it was really conditional. Um, especially the track team was really conditional love I was receiving from those people. It wasn't really like I built real solid um, friendships from the track team. And it also could have been a part of me that I was, um, wasn't as focused on what they were doing as they were focused on what they were doing. I take ownership in that, but, um, with the gospel choir, that was my stuff. Okay. Like I love everything about gospel choir. I've met some wonderful people in that place, i.e. my best friend Kendra and Denton. And we are all still really good friends to this day. I've met other people through there. My friend Shakita, like it was a whole vibe. My friend Shavante was also on the pod. Like I've met a bunch of dope people through that choir that I still have that connection to today. And I'm grateful for that. I wasn't clear on my own worth. And even with that, it's, I guess it's like we all be trying to find a space of belonging and love or whatever. Um, but again, had I done the, or if I had the wisdom enough to find the love within myself, I wouldn't have been so thirsting for it from these groups of people, right? Yeah, I, I needed to find my own worth and not put it in other people's hands to tell me that I'm valuable. But that's what I did then. Um, and like I said, those same practices, those same things that I was doing then and started at that point in time, uh, followed me all the way into my adulthood to the point like how I would start dating men and interacting with women or girls and picking friends and all this type of stuff and kind of just going with the flow of things opposed to knowing exactly like Portia, this is what you like. This is what you love. This is what you don't like. This is what you don't love. Like, because I didn't have no self-love. And I didn't know at the time that I did not have self-love. I thought because I like to dress nice or I like to do my own hair or all of those things was me being loving on myself. Um, even when I would talk to my girlfriends, like, you know, I thought that was me loving on myself. But in actuality, I wasn't like that surface stuff that wasn't in, I wasn't doing no inner work. No inner work was being done to make sure that I'm feeding myself and feeding my soul what his soul desires, which is love. And because of that big one of being dependent on others to define me and um, validate me, that follow me throughout my life as well. So I'm always looking or I was always looking for relationships that would give me the love that I desired. I would put myself in certain predicaments and situations that were uncomfortable for me and wasn't really for me, but because I wanted to be loved, I did it. 
I had no, no self-love. Again, this is hard because I'm kind of having like this revelation moment in this moment of talking this through with you all. Again, I always have notes and I just write like bullet points of stuff to um, tap on. But when I dig into it on this uh, podcast with you all, it's kind of like, huh, I'm understanding me more and more. (laughs) Really? Hmm. Portia, like, you know, and I hope it's being the same way for you all that things that I say would trigger your thoughts towards yourself as well. It's it's really like checking in with you and like really like reevaluating yourself. Like, and it's nothing wrong with that. Like that's what we're supposed to do so that we can be better. So yeah, this is really like hitting me. Like, girl, you was out here. Okay. And that just brings me back to the thought that God keep telling me, um, you know, for a while, but really this week I've been hearing a lot like, you got all the tools, everything that you need is in you. It always has been. And like I told my brother yesterday when I talked to him, I I got all the tools. I just haven't been using them the way that they need to be used. I've been trying to use my Phillips screwdriver on um, something that doesn't even require that. Okay. I've been trying to put the pieces in a a place or use the wrench to twist off this knob when it's really a screw top. Like I'm making things much more difficult than what they have to be with the tools that I already have because I'm not utilizing the tools in the correct form. And it's the wisdom now that I have to recognize that, oh, this wrench is for these type of bolts to unscrew or, Oh, I can use my hand to do that. I don't necessarily have to get an actual physical tool. My hand is a tool. I'm already equipped. Just haven't been utilizing the tools in the proper way. So I thank God for that clarity, for that revelation, for that, what I've been seeking via others this whole time has always been inside of me. And if I would have just fed myself and fed my soul and poured that love that I desire into me, I would have been better off. But we can't live in the past, right? We don't want to get stuck there. So I'm not going to beat myself up about it at all. Because clearly I had to experience that in order to have this moment now and in order to be a great mother to recognize that I don't want to allow my children, my daughters to have that same point of view that I did and to pour into them and not just them, but everyone else around me. And it's never too late to love on you. Okay. Which leads me into my last part of today. today and how I'm now applying all that I've learned about myself over the years. Okay. My likes and dislikes and all that type of stuff, things that feed me, things that serve me, things that don't. Now I know for sure, for sure what I need to do and how I need to do it. I have to take care of me. And that is so hard. And that became abundantly clear for me when I 
got married and had my family that I wasn't taking care of me. And all this time I thought I was taking care of me, I was not really taking care of Portia because I was sitting when I lived on my own and got my own place and I was sitting in my apartment by myself and just think like, man, I wish I had, you know, somebody that can love on me. I wish I had a friend that wouldn't mind like just being here all the time, which I kind of did, which was Denton. Denton used to be at my house every day, all day, child. We used to go to sleep on the couch together, wake up, get some pizza puffs and fries or mouth sauce, come back to the house, watch DVDs. Like it was a whole thing. That was still a dependent relationship for me. And instead of me being comfortable and loving myself enough to be by myself, with myself, I will always seek and reach out to others to give me that. Again, a lot of wasted time, a lot of wasted energy when I could have just been trying to find ways to take care of me. And that's what I did when I, when I, I think it became a boiling point for me once I had children. Like, hey, Portia, you need to take care of you. Because even when I got married with my husband, I was like, okay, that I got my person. I'm done. Like I'm, I'm good. Like he loves me unconditionally. He's going to be here. Like, so what else do I want for? What else do I need? You know what I'm saying? But the reality was that still wasn't enough because I did not do the work to love on me. I was expecting this man um, to come in and fulfill an area in myself that I did not feel. That I wasn't even clear on what it looked like for me. Okay? Like, it's one thing to get with somebody and be married to somebody or be in a relationship with somebody. And y'all spending all your time with each other and stuff like that. That's great. It's a beautiful thing. But also, have you done the work in the inside? Have you answered those unanswered questions? That Just because you have that relationship now, it does not make all of your feelings that you've had throughout these years null and void. It does not. It's not a magic fix-it-upper potion m- mixture. Like, it's not that. It's not. You have to do the work to take care of you. And again, I didn't come to that realization until I was well into my 30. Well, no, I went in my 30s. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> I was an adult, though. Okay. I was a whole adult. Okay. So that's my point. Like, I wasted so much time and put so much energy into feeling bad for myself and having pity on myself and not feeling good enough about myself and not loving myself. And all the while, I could have just been doing it. I could have been doing things that brought me joy. I could have been believing in myself. I could have been pushing myself to be greater, like, and stop putting myself in this box because then nobody come around and validate me and tell me that I can do this and you can do that. And when I met my husband, he came in and he was like, oh, no, 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 no. You could do this. You could do that. You can do this. You could do that. He all the things, all the things. Okay. Um, which made me fall even more in love with him because it's like, man, this man really believe in me. Like he really sees me. But again, it was not enough. Because it was like, if I'm not getting that consistently, if you're not pouring into me and filling me up consistently with that validation and that love, uh, quote unquote, 
uh, then it's never going to be enough. And it will never be enough because you're not filling yourself. You're not putting into you what you want from others. So it wasn't until recently that I came to terms with that. Like, Portia, you have not been loving yourself. You have not been taking care of you. You have been taking care of everybody else and using that as an excuse to not take care of you because you've allowed people to define you and to validate you when you needed to do that all alone for yourself. So I've learned that throughout the years and I am sitting here today in my 35th year on this earth and I now know without a shadow of a doubt that love comes from within my self love is the most highest priority that I need to have self love not partnership love friendship love not mother or father paternal or maternal love not that love I need to have self-love, take care of me, do things that make me happy, do things that make me feel good about me. It's not about nobody else. It's about you and only you. And if I can't love being with me by myself, how am I expect somebody else to come in and love being with me? It makes no sense. It makes no sense. I'm not even comfortable being with me, but I want you to come up in here and sit and be with me and be comfortable. In what world? But that's what we do. And then you put all of that on somebody else's back who also is dealing with their own stuff. It's not fair. It's not okay. We have to evaluate ourselves, check ourselves, and see, are you taking care of you? I recently started um, Self-Care Saturdays uh, <laughs> on um, TikTok. And I think I'm actually going to make a Self-Care Saturdays and Sundays. Because why not? Um, most times people who don't work on the weekend, um, but even if you do work, it doesn't matter. You should every day. Okay. To be clear, you should do stuff to take care of you. But just in case you need a little reminder, I'm here for y'all checking in on y'all every Saturday and Sunday. Hey, 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 you, you right there. Have you done something to take care of you today? Because if you don't take care of you, you can't take care of nobody else. Oh, no, no, I got to I gotta take my kids to this practice, that practice, rehearsal. I got to go get groceries. I got to do this. I got to do that. Da, da, da. I got to cook. I got to clean. I got to do all these things. Yes, we do. But also, what did you do to bring yourself joy today? What did you do to make yourself feel good today? What did you do to uh, make sure that you're taken care of? Whether that was taking a shower for an extra 10 minutes just letting the water hit your skin and just breathing, just existing in a peaceful space. Or 
You took yourself to get a massage. Get that body rubbed down, okay? Or you just took a moment to yourself to journal, to write some things down, to get some stuff out. Or you went out for drinks. Because <laughs> it's been a long week and you need a little break, okay? Today, I was super productive because I had a long week. And on Friday, I was supposed to record and I did not. <laughs> I was like, I got off work late. I I was over it. I was tired. I was lazy. I just wanted to be a bum. But I knew I had so many things to do. But I was like, Portia, listen, you always got many things to do. Always. It's never a day that goes by that I don't have Things to do, not one thing, things as in plural, okay? It's not one day that goes by that I don't have many things to do. So it's still going to need to get done tomorrow. Take a break, relax. But tomorrow, we're going to get to it. We're going to be productive. I got up at 8 o'clock this morning. I'm not an early riser. I am not a morning person. I do it by necessity, but I don't. If I have the choice to sleep in, I'm going to sleep in. And I did not sleep in today. I mean, 8 o'clock is sleeping in because I typically get up at 5.30 in the morning. But, I, you know, <laughs> but, you know, it's just, I got up. I was feeling good about myself. I made me some breakfast. Got the moving around, being productive, doing things. Like, I said I was going to work on my business today. I was working on my business. I was, I've, this is my second recording of today. Come on, Productivity. And I went live, took out some time to do that. I did my makeup, took my time and did that. Like, I felt productive. I felt rejuvenated. Had I not taken that break yesterday, last night, I probably wouldn't have got up today feeling like, let's go at it completely, right? Because you self-care, self-love is taking breaks too. If you want to be a bum, be a bum. It's okay. <laughs> like, you got to take care of you. You have to love. That's loving on you, knowing that, hey, my gas tank is on E, okay? Love on you, however you see fit. Whatever that looks like for you, do it. If that's multiple things, if you take a whole day, a whole weekend, do it. But every day, you should be doing something for you. Because every day you're doing something for other people, whether it be a job, whether it be your family, your spouse, your partner, your mother, your father, your sibling, your family member, like, it doesn't matter. Do stuff for you. Take care of you. Pour into you. Check in with you. Am I feeling it today? I was on somebody live today on TikTok and I asked, um, how are you doing today? And she was like, hmm, how am I doing today? I'm okay. I had to ask myself that. And I was like, that's okay. Like, you should ask yourself that. Don't just give the general answer of, I'm wonderful or I'm great. Everything's good. When somebody asks you, how you doing? Hey, I'm good. Like, if you're not good, it's okay not to be good. And if you are good, if you really are good, that's okay too. And it's okay to pause and take a moment to figure out, how am I really feeling? Am I okay? 
I guess I am. I mean, I ain't got really nothing to complain about. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm feeling good. Or, you know what? I'm really tired. I'm really like, oh, I'm really not feeling it today. And that's okay too. Do check-ins with you because you are responsible for you. And if you don't be responsible for you, who else going to be responsible for you? It's nobody else's responsibility to take care of you, to pour into you, to love on you. If you're not doing it for yourself. I can't put that expectation on my partner. If I'm not doing it for me. Because that's too much to put on one person. You have to share the load. I now know that I have to pour into me first so that I can pour out into others. If I pour into me first, then I won't look for my partner to fully pour into me or fill up my cup. I will already have something in my cup and they're just adding to it. To make it more abundant, okay? It's not to um, completely fill you. It's to add to. Your kids should add to you. Your spouse should add to you. The love you get from your family should add to you. Your friendships, that should add to you. It should not fill you. You are responsible for filling yourself. You are in control of your own happiness. And I think I wrote that down. The definition of self-love is having a regard for one's own well-being and happiness. Having a regard for your own well-being and your happiness is nobody else's responsibility to do that. You got to do it for you. And you can do it. And we gonna do it. Because we gotta do it. If we wanna survive this thing, we have to do it for us. I'm gonna love on me. I'm gonna feel myself. It made me feel good to do my makeup today and do my little hair. And, you know, I feel good to have my nails painted all the time. Like, I love it. It makes me feel really beautiful. It makes me feel good in the inside. I feel like, girl, you doing it. It don't matter who don't like it, who thinks that that don't look good on you or you shouldn't do this and do that. None of that matters. It no longer has value here in my life, okay? Because I like it. And because I like it and I love myself, I'm going to make you love me too. <laughs> because I'm so in love with me, you have no other choice but to be attracted to the love that I have for myself. So you like, yeah, I love that too. I love her too. You know? I mean, hey, it's the law of attraction. Okay? <laughs> so yeah, that was just my life experience. And this is what I have discovered about me throughout this self-love journey. Okay? Um, so I'm going to go ahead and go to the next Segment, which is shining some light on life. Okay. 
So this is a segment that's about shining some light on something I've enjoyed in support, okay? That could be family, friends, new connections, etc. Um, I could feature artists, albums, talk about it more in depth. Just putting a spotlight on that's similar to like a review or excerpt or whatever, okay? So today, I'm going to share with you all this campaign that I have been a part of and also actively participating in, okay? Which is TTOL, 28 Days of Self-Love and Self-Care, okay? TTOL is a wedding service company who my good girlfriend owns, Kendra Thomas. She came up with this campaign to do with her brides and anybody else who wants to join 28 Days of Love, as we know that this month of February is the month that the famous Valentine's Day happens. And Valentine's Day can be a very rough point for a lot of people. And she just thought like, you know, you don't necessarily have to be in love or anything like that to celebrate this time. Um, And also... You don't have to just do it because of a holiday. You can just love on you just because, okay? So let's do a little more self-care and self-love towards ourselves. This is all about you, boo. And that's it, okay? Life Be Life and Podcast is collaborating with um, TCOL Wedding Services for this campaign of self-love and self-care. It's 28 days of meditation and affirmations, okay? Life Be Life and is providing the Speak Life affirmations every day for the 28 days. You're also going to do 28 minutes of physical self-care exercises, okay? So if you are not typically an active physically active person and you don't typically do exercises look we gonna get it and get it right get it tight okay with these 28 minutes of exercise all right also we're gonna do 28 days of clean eating and healthy living okay so we're gonna be eating clean we're gonna be eating the fruits and the vegetables and all the things no processed foods no bad things that are none of these chips and all that type of stuff like We're going to eat clean and healthy for ourselves, for these temples, for these bodies, okay? Let's get it together. This is a mission to find the key to your self, okay? Miss Kendra came up with this idea. I thought it was amazing. We are six days in and it has truly been helping me on my healing journey, my self-love journey, my self-care journey. And I hope it will do the same for you because guess what y'all, even though we six days in, it's not too late to join. If you have not already joined this campaign, it's a virtual campaign. So all you have to do is post pictures or videos to the hashtag T-T-O-L-28 and showing yourself doing a physical exercise or writing down your affirmation, your speak life affirmation from life be life in in your journal or meditating or just showing and expressing your um, yourself on this campaign via the hashtag. Okay. That's, it's just as simple as that. You can do this. You deserve this. You need this. Okay. Fill up your cup. All right. And this is for everybody, not just women, men need feeling too. So love on yourself too, sir. Okay. 
We all can do it together. It's not too late to join this beautiful movement. Just use the hashtag again, TTOL28, with your videos and your pics of your daily progress and everything that you're doing. We're holding each other accountable. We're uh, we're rooting for each other. We're fighting through this together. We're working together, okay? We will be going live at least once a week to discuss with you all, how you feeling throughout all of this, okay? So we'll do weekly check-ins with y'all and see how you feeling through this new journey of loving yourself and taking care of you. So I hope that you all would join this campaign with us and I just wanted to shine light on it. Even if we weren't a part of it, I would still shine light on it because it's a beautiful experiment. It's a beautiful way to get in tune with oneself and to really treat yourself the way that you deserve to be treated. Okay, let's be clear. So just shine us a light on life. And I hope that you tune in to this TTOL 28 Days of Self-Love and Self-Care. Please follow TTOL Wedding Services on all social media platforms. And also follow Life Be Life and Podcast on all social media platforms if you have not already. So you can stay in tune with this beautiful campaign. Okay, y'all? Yes. So... I'm going to go to this segment talking about life be life in us all. But before I go there, I want y'all to do one more favor for me. Please, please go check out this sponsor, Shop Lene, and get all your body needs. <laughs> hey, y'all. Hey, it's me, Portia O, your host of Life Be Life and Podcast. And I wanted to show you one of my favorite companies that I use all the time for me and my family, Shop Lene. They have handmade, all natural body butters and body washes, body scrubs, lip balms, candles, everything that you need to make yourself and your skin feel so extra good. Look how she whipped that up. It's so silky smooth and it really does moisturize your body the way that it needs to. I'm telling you guys, you guys, they have so many different options from avocado, mango butter to cocoa, um, shea butter. Like, it's so many different options. If you can go check them out at their website, which is shoplanae.com. That's www.shoplanae.com. And she has everything that you need. Go support that small business because life be life. And we're back. Thank you, Chaplainé, as always. As one of my favorite brands, I have Chaplainé here with me right now because your girl be over here ashy and I ain't got time. So, anywho, life be life in us all. This is um, where I have the listener, friends, and family submit news, topics, and other requests that you want me to talk about, okay? Y'all are my hashtag, the village. You're part of this village now. So thank you so much for being here. And if you have any requests for me, you can send them to lifebelifin at anchoredinllc.com. That is my email address. Or you can reach out to me to my DMs on any social media platform. They are open currently. And also... Please be on the lookout for me to live chat with you every Monday on YouTube at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time with the visuals of the new episode, okay? Please be on the lookout for that. I would love to live chat and watch the episode with you all and hear your feedback and how you feeling and everything. We did it um, on the episode of Providing What You Providing, baby. 
we was in that chat going in and feeling all the things that the Lord had to give. Okay. So listen, it's a good time. It's a vibe. Please join me there. Also, I'm live every Tuesday on TikTok at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time talking about previous topics on the episode and I allow you all, the village, and the audience of who all ever wants to join to come up on board and talk in the comments and be up on the screen and we're discussing how life be life in us all, okay? So please be in tune and look out for that. Also, last thing, please don't forget to purchase and support us via our Life Be Life and Planner and Journal, okay? I know it's February. You're probably thinking, oh, well, I already missed January, so I can't start the planner. No, the planner is year-round, and you can fill in the months and the days as you see fit. So even if you're not ready to start for February, you can start for March. You can start whenever you want to start. I didn't fill that part in for you, baby, Okay. So I leave it up to you. The planner is whenever you decide that you want to start planning your life out, you can do it. Okay. Look for Life Be Life and on Amazon. The link is in the description. Also our journals. Okay. These journals are beautiful. I've been getting so many follow-ups about them and people that have purchased them and they love the quality and everything. I love mine. It's beautiful. Please, 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 please <laughs> support Life Be Life and Podcast via purchasing the planner and or the companion journal with it. It is a wonderful time. We have our Speak Life affirmations in there as well. It's a lot of good nuggets throughout the planner. Like I'm telling you all, it's 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 good stuff. It's good stuff. And I just appreciate all your love and support and even wanting to see my beautiful face all the time and hear my beautiful voice. I love y'all for real, for real, for real. So I just want to do those shameless plugs. All the links to all the things are in the bio, in the description. I'm sorry, not the bio, in the description of this episode. So please check them out. And so I'm going to end here with my last segment, which is speak life. Okay. Cause we over here speaking life and manifesting all the things. Okay. This is the segment where I leave you with a call to action for yourself, but not only you, it's also for me as well. So I'll leave you with these words to hold on to until next time. All right. Today's affirmation is the more I love myself, the more I give to others. Okay. Again, today's affirmation is the more I love myself, the more I give to others. You heard it. You say it. You write it down in your life be life and journal. <laughs> and remind yourself to speak it and make it happen because child life be life in us all okay until next time my loves see you later